Hello from Valley Baptist Church in Eureka, Montana. Valley Baptist Church is an independent Baptist church serving the greater Eureka, Montana area. Pastor Matt Schrepfer is the pastor. His wife, Juanetta, serves along his side. Good morning, everyone. It's good to have Bill and Jackie's son, Sonny, with us and his family from the coast over in Washington and visiting. And it's good to have everybody else. Some are back that have had colds and other issues. Good. I'm glad you're healing and God has answered in that way. As we begin today, we will sing... Come thou fount of every blessing, 553, Joshua, please lead us. Come thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for songs of loudest praise Teach me some melodious sonnet Sung by flaming tongues above Praise a mount I'm fixed upon it Mount of thy Hither by thy help I come And I hope by thy good pleasure Safely to arrive at home Jesus sought me when a stranger Wandering from the fold of God He to rescue me from danger Interposed his precious bud. Oh, to grace, how great a debtor daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to My heart, oh, take and seal it, seal it for thy courts above. Thank you for the great singing, everyone. Let's begin by going before God's throne of grace in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you that we can know you personally and eternally. 
through simple faith, specifically in Jesus Christ, who, as God, came into this world and lived a perfect, sinless life apart from all the rest of us who are sinners. And he, of course, as God, performed many miracles showing that he is fully God. And yet in his physical body, as a human being, was able to suffer and shed his blood on Calvary's cross for our sins. Father, thank you that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And thank you that our Savior rose again the third day, just as the Bible says. And I ask you, Father God, that if there's someone here that needs to accept him, believe in him with all their heart, and be born again today, that they would make that decision personal and their own. And Father, I ask you too that each of us would honor you as we go forward this week. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your manifold provisions in this life. The food that we'll enjoy on Thursday is just a a speck of your goodness to us. And Father, we do thank you for it. We thank you that we can live in the United States and still gather around and the word of God in a place like this. And Father, I ask you that we would not take for granted the liberty and freedom that we enjoy in this country. But more importantly, let us not forget who you are, that you are absolutely gracious and loving and have made provision for each and every one of us. Father, thank you. And I ask you that throughout this week, we would thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, once again, it is good to have everybody here today. I'm looking forward to this hour together. Like a River Glorious, number 549. And then the men will come right after the song and receive the offering today. You give as God has laid it upon your heart. is God's perfect peace over all victorious in its bright increase perfect yet it floweth fuller every day perfect yet it groweth deeper all the way stay Blessed, finding as he 
I'd like to ask everyone to stand for our scripture reading. Open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5 and follow along as I read verses 15 through 20. Ephesians 5, starting at verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I trust that God blesses the reading of his word. Let's uh, be seated and open our songbooks to the For the Beauty of the Earth, number 559. We'll be seated, yeah, 559, everyone. For the beauty of the earth For the love which from our birth Over and around us lies Lord of all, to Thee we raise This our hymn of grateful praise For the wonder of each hour of the day and of the night, hill and vale and tree and flower, sun and moon and stars of light, Lord of all, to Thee we raise this our hymn of grateful praise. Children's Church is dismissed at this time. For the joy of human love, brother, sister, parent, child, friends on earth and friends above, for all gentle thoughts and mild, Lord of all, to Thee 
that song sounded like it needed an amen at the end (laughs) to me. I trust that we all have a blessed week ahead. I titled this Thanksgiving God's Way, and it is from basically one verse in our Bibles, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, so you can make your way there. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 speaks much of prayer. Verse 16 says, Rejoice evermore. That's a form of prayer. Verse 17 says, Pray without ceasing. And then our verse for today, verse 18, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Heavenly Father, I ask that as we ponder who you are and your desire for us to give you thanks for that, especially in giving yourself as we just sang, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift you wrote through the pen of the Apostle Paul in Second Corinthians chapter 9 for us. Father God, thank you for giving your all for us. It is a small thing for us to offer up praise to you, and yet it is your will that we do so, as we just read in First Thessalonians 5.18. I ask you, Father, that we would always give you thanks, knowing that it is your will, and in everything give you thanks, the hard times as well as the times of ease. Father, maybe it is harder for us to even think to give you thanks during the times of ease. I don't know, but Father, I ask you that you would work through your word today and make a difference in each and every one of our lives as we consider Thanksgiving. And it shouldn't be just on the last Thursday of November each year. We realize it's a daily matter for the believer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. While I am going to read a few things today that I hope are interesting to you, one is just a summary that I have put together about the nation's history and Thanksgiving. It indicates one of the things is that the Popham Colony in Maine conducted a Thanksgiving service as early as 1607, but that's not the one you normally hear about Most Thanksgiving celebrations refer to the Plymouth Plantation celebration in 1621 as the first or original Thanksgiving meal gathering. A Pawtuxet Indian named Squanto, who learned English while he was enslaved in Europe, I don't know if you knew he was a slave in Europe, befriended the pilgrims and taught them how to catch eel and grow corn. How many of you have eaten eel before? <laughs> Very few, but, uh, but some. Squanto negotiated with Chief Massasoit and got him to give food to the starving pilgrims their first winter of 1620-21. And so in October of 1621, 53 pilgrims and 90 members of Chief Massasoit's tribe held a feast, and the combined harvest of the plantation's first crop and what game was taken along with 
what the Indians brought was a feast that lasted three days. I'm assuming that we wouldn't survive the way we often eat on Thursday for three days of that, wouldn't we? <laughs> we would have other kinds of digestive troubles or whatever it is. So at any rate, there is a little bit of fun history in regard to our Thanksgiving celebrations. A definition of Thanksgiving. To express gratitude for a favor, to make acknowledgement to one for kindness bestowed. That is an appropriate definition. To express gratitude for a favor. Has God given us favors? I don't know about you, but as Valerie played the offertory today, and that was delightful, Valerie, we have lots of blessings to count, don't we? We do. More than we often consider, God has given us favor, and we need to express gratitude. And it's not just in our minds, but acknowledgement. So that's an outward thing to make acknowledgement to one for kindness bestowed. Our U.S. heritage is one that we can thank God for. And it's not over yet, everyone. I know that it looks glim... How would I say it? Grim on the horizon for a lot of our political issues in the United States. But America, God has blessed America for our heritage. And you may have a godly family heritage. A lot of us in this room do. Thank God for that. Not everyone enjoys a godly family heritage. So number one, I would like for us to consider the direction of our thanks. On our bulletins on the back, I wrote, to be honoring to the Lord God in our thanks, four considerations must be included. And the first one is the direction of of our thanks. As we just read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, it's not Mother Earth for her bountiful provisions, right? No, it's not. Many think along those lines, if they think at all. <laughs> and it's not my hard work and my ingenuity and my intellect that I think. It's not my strength but it is certainly God that we must thank. Although, look at first, 2 Thessalonians 3.10, just for a second, just for the case, uh, as we need to consider this. This is 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 10. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. It seems like there are two opposite swings to the pendulum, you know. And that is, there are some that are not willing to work and they need to. They're not, they're only willing to accept handouts and you know what I'm talking about. And then there are those that thank themselves for their greatness and all of that. No, neither are appropriate. And as some, I've heard it and you've heard it too, not thank my lucky stars. That is not the direction of our thanks, okay? Thanks is to go to God. You know, 
there is, some of you would remember Howard Hughes and his aviation empire. In our day and age, Bill Gates and that computer and software empire that he has built in history, there was the Adolf Hitler and his mighty German empire. Let's look what Nebuchadnezzar of old said about all of that kind of stuff. Not about what they accomplished, but go to Daniel chapter 4. Daniel chapter 4 and verse 30, Nebuchadnezzar said it this way. The king spake and said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? I don't know if you caught that. Sadly, there are people in our world today that look to their own accomplishments in regard to their, their wealth and their status in, in, the, uh, in this world. And it's interesting, verse 31 says, While the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken, the kingdom is departed from thee. After a terrible time of insanity, <clears throat> this is what Nebuchadnezzar finally said after seven years. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, all whose works are truth, and his ways judgment. And those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. God wants the direction of our thanks to go directly toward him. In our scripture reading a few moments ago, verse 20 says, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jeremiah wrote of God's greatness and his deserving of our thanks. For example, Jeremiah thirty-two seventeen says, Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. God deserves our thanks. That is to be the direction of our thanks, dear Christian. <clears throat> Let me give you some examples of Old Testament and New Testament verses speaking along those lines. By the way, in both Testaments, thanksgiving, that very word is used 27 times. Giving of thanks is used nine times. Thank God, those two together, 18 times. And thanks to God, 24 times. So it is not a foreign subject throughout the Bible. It is certainly God's design. Under the law, Leviticus 7.11 says, and this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which shall, I'm sorry, which he shall offer unto the Lord. If he offer for a thanksgiving, then he shall offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mingled with oil and unleavened wafers anointed with oil and cakes mingled with oil of fine flour. This was a way of worshiping God. 
Giving thanks to him is a way of worshiping him. I trust that you do that this week. And then later, after those days, in the days of Nebuchadnezzar, and I've considered Thanksgiving and Nebuchadnezzar's day for next Sunday. I'll see how God leads in that. For in the days of David, Nebuchadnezzar wrote, did I say Nebuchadnezzar? Nehemiah. I apologize, everyone. I meant Nehemiah. In the days of Nehemiah, in chapter 12, verse 46, it says, For in the days of David and Asaph of old, there were chief of the singers and songs of praise and thanksgiving unto God. Not only is it an act of worship in our thoughts and in our expressions, as I read in the definition, but in song. They sang thanksgiving to God. And you can do that this week, too. We often sing, Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation, so rich and free. The psalmist wrote this, Psalm 26, 7, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. I don't know about you, but that would be a long list, and it would take me longer than I have left to live, I'm sure. Psalm 50, verse 14, Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pray and pay the vows unto the Most High. It's connected with honoring him in obedience. Psalm 69, 30 says, I will praise the name of God with a song, and with and will magnify him with thanksgiving. Psalm 95, 2, Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. And then you would remember Psalm 100, verse 4, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. You probably remember that because you sung it as a chorus at one time or another. The New Testament concept under grace is this, 2 Corinthians 9.11. Being enriched in everything to all bountifulness which causeth through us thanksgiving to God. Philippians 4, verse 6, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. So it's a matter of prayer, as well as worship, as well as song. Colossians 1, 12, of course, brings this in, giving thanks unto God the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, Thank him for your salvation, dear Christian. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. So in the name or authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews 13.15 By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Tell others, tell others this week about God's greatness and his thanks. And by the way, in the future, we will be giving him thanks. I don't know if you know that, but we will. In the future, beyond this life, Revelation 7, 9 says, After this I beheld and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and peoples, 
and tongues stood before the throne <clears throat> and before the Lamb clothed with white robes and, and palms in their hands and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Our thanks to God isn't just a now thing. It's forever, and it ought to be. Giving God thanks is for all ages and for all people and can be done in prayer, in song, in deeds, and in daily conversation. Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. Why should we thank God? His design, his direct, the direction is to him. Why give thanks to God? Well, the design of our thanks we find in our, first, in our verse, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, because it's the will of God. It's his will. People wonder about what is God's will for this or for that. Well, often it's spelled out for us, right, here in the Bible, and this is one of them. It's God's will that we give him thanks for all things. It's his will. That's the design of our thanks should be because it's his will. We tend to think in terms of what he does for me, like food and a, a home that's warm and dry, or a nice car or family. My wife, I thank God for her every day, and our kids and our jobs. And we thank God for the things, don't we? But let's not forget to thank him for who he is, because it's his design, it's his will for us. <clears throat> Instead of what he does for me, it is his will. Psalm 136, verse 1 is a. Psalm 136, the whole psalm is about giving thanks to God. Oh, give thanks unto God, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. You can thank God for his mercy. Do you know you deserve punishment for your sin? Yes, me too. And yet he has withheld that. If you believe in Christ as your Savior, he's eternally withheld that from you. Your sin debt. Your punishment was placed upon Christ. You can thank God for his mercy. Verse 2 says, O give thanks unto God, the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. And verse 3, O give thanks unto the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. And then the verses go on. He doth great wonders, verse 4. By wisdom made he made the heavens, verse 5. Verse 6, with it, he stretched out the earth above the waters. Verse 7, he made great lights. And of course, we recognize that as the sun, moon, and stars. The sun to rule by day, verse 8, and the moon and stars to rule by night, verse 9, and so on it goes. All of Psalm 
136 would be appropriate to read on Thursday. It's God's will that we give thanks for all these things, but even more because it's his will. What about thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift, as I thought of a few moments ago, 2 Corinthians 9.15. Undoubtedly, the Apostle Paul was making reference to the gift of salvation in Christ. Wow, that's unspeakable. That word is only used in that text. A similar word with the same root is the unsearchable riches of Christ, Ephesians 3.8. Unsearchable, unspeakable, unknowable, unexpressible because it's his will. Do you want to do God's will? I hope you do. And then in everything give him thanks, which it is his will that we thank him for everything. Of course, the good stuff. And that's mostly what we tend to focus on, is it not? But what about the not-so-good stuff? That brings us to number three, the degree of our thanks. The degree of our thanks in everything. Again, giving thanks always for all things unto God, Ephesians 5.20. All means all, and that's all. All means, Sean knew I was getting there, didn't you? We have a friend who's in heaven now. His name is Art Christman, and that is one of his favorite sayings. Was all In the Bible, all means all, and that's all all means. <laughs> yeah, in all things. You mean when I break my hip, as I did back in 2010? Yeah. You mean when we have a deer run into the side of our car or into the front of our car? Yeah. You mean when we have a friend who treats us like dirt? Yeah. Give, find a way to give God thanks. There is a way. You mean when you're sick, like many have been recently? When you lose a loved one, and a lot of us here have lost loved ones, find a way to give God thanks. It's his will in everything. When you lose your job, when your finances are terrible, <laughs> when I can't remember what day it is, I'll, I hope I remember to give him thanks. You know, Job is such an example of this. Job 1 verse 20, Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped. What happened before that? He lost his wealth. He lost his... Um, the, the servants, his authority... He lost his children and he fell down and worshipped. And it goes on. And he said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return thither the Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He gave thanks, dear friend. So can you and so can I. In Job 2, verse 10, what shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we receive and shall we not receive evil? Well, there's the contrast. God doesn't give us actual evil, but he allows good and bad in our lives. 
in all this did Job sin not, I'm sorry, did not Job sin with his lips? To thank God when things are downright bad, hard, and rough is an exercise of your faith and my faith. God wants to build us and make us better for that. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him, says Hebrews 11, verse 6. So the degree of our thanks should be in everything. God tells us to do so because it is his will. And we may not feel like it, but it is his will, and it does help us. He wants us to exercise our faith muscle to build it up and to make us stronger and more usable children of God as Christians. So, in the good or the bad, in the easy or the hard, in the strength or in weakness, thank God, it's his will. In everything. The fourth one is the demonstration of our thanks. In the early days of our great country, there was a there were local observations of thanksgiving to God. President Washington made an official declaration in 1789, but due to encouragement from Sarah J. Hale, President Lincoln made his famous proclamation, which you've heard about, October 3rd, 1863, establishing a national day of thanksgiving. Following are some, uh, I have some excerpts from that. The year, this is Abraham Lincoln's words, the year that is drawing toward its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they came or they come. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God who while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. I I love the way Abraham Lincoln wrote. It has seemed to me fit the whole American people, I'm sorry, uh, fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and voice by the whole American people, I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. End quote. Abraham Lincoln. The time that he made that proclamation is amazing. You probably caught the date, didn't you? I have a little Civil War rifle and pistol collection that was given to me. Long story. But one of those rifles, a Springfield, has the date 1863 on it. It was during the midst of the Civil War that he made this proclamation. A time of political chaos and unrest and also hundreds of thousands of lives being lost in that civil war. Amazingly, President Lincoln spoke all of those words, words that I just read to you, I'm sorry, during the civil war. Obviously, he recognized that the problems of our country were not simply political, but also spiritual. 
They were spiritual problems. And yet he gave thanks. He found a way, and so can you, and so can I. In our passage, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 13, 14, and 15 say, And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men, see that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. And then it speaks of prayer, following that. And so, is your thanks, is my thanks, always directed toward God? It should be. We can thank God for what others have maybe done for us, but thank him first and foremost. That is proper and right and fit. That would be the direction of our thanks. Is the degree of our thanks in everything? Just because it is his will? You know, that's his design. He wants us to do so because it's his will. I trust you have a great Thanksgiving on Thursday. Thank him. No matter what state you are in right now, he can help you be thankful for that. I know it's not easy, but it may be easy. Thank him for that. And it may be hard. Thank him. Find a way to thank him. It's good for you. It's good for those around you. But it honors him. In everything, our verse says, give thanks unto God. It says it this way. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Heavenly Father, you deserve all our thanks, not just this week ahead and not just this day, but in every minute of our lives. And Father God, I ask you that you would help us to find things to be thankful for. It seems that so many folks are caught up in what is wrong around them and what is difficult for them and what struggles they're facing and maybe even have the tendency either in their hearts or with their physical fist to shake their fist at you. Father, I ask you that you would change that in their hearts, that they would find in you many reasons to be thankful. If they know Christ as Savior, certainly there is eternal life to be thankful for. And I ask you that if there's someone that doesn't have that gift from you, that they'll receive it today, receiving Jesus as Savior. And Father, I ask you that throughout this week ahead, we would express thanks to you, knowing that it's your will, but in everything around people that we may meet along the way or in our families or our friends and neighbors. Father, I ask you that we would be those who express thanks to you. And I think of thanking you just for who you are, not just for what you do. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Let's open our songbooks now to, uh, in closing, that is. I'd like to ask everyone to stand. I will praise him. Number five. I will praise him. Let's stand.
as we sing, I will praise him in closing and will be dismissed. Hope to see you yet this evening if you can come back. I will praise him all four verses. I saw the cleansing fountain open wide for all my sin. I obeyed the Spirit's wooing when He said, "Wilt thou be clean?" I will praise Him. I will praise Him. Praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Him glory, all ye people, for His blood can wash away each stain. Verse 2. No, the way seems straight and narrow. All I claimed was swept away. My ambitions, plans, and wishes at His feet my ashes lay. I will praise him, I will praise him, praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Give him glory, all ye people, for his blood can wash away each stain. Blessed be the name of Jesus, I'm so glad he took me in. He's forgiven my transgressions. He has cleansed an heart from sin. I will praise him. I will praise him. Praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Give him glory, all ye people. For his blood can wash away each stain. Verse 4. Glory, glory to the Father. Glory, glory to the Son. Glory, glory to the Spirit. Glory to the three in one. I will praise him. I will praise him. Praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Give him glory, all ye people, for his blood can wash away each stain. And we can praise him, can't we? Amen. Valley Baptist Church has multiple services. Sunday school is at 9.45 a.m. The morning service is at 11 a.m. The evening service starts at 6 p.m. There's also a Wednesday night Bible study at 6 p.m. Additional men and women Bible studies are also conducted on a regular basis. Other activities include monthly potluck meals, monthly men's breakfasts, and much more. Valley Baptist Church is located at 64627 Highway 37, and that's in Eureka, Montana. Our phone number is 406-889-3134. Thank you for joining us for this audio sermon.